Back for the Arizona Coyotes games. It's locked on Coyotes. Arizona has their fourth game of the month of March. Can they go 4-0 and to start the month? Because they are still undefeated. But the Toronto Maple Leafs stand in their way. We'll talk about that game on today's episode of Lockdown Coyotes. Your Lockdown Coyotes, your daily podcast on the Arizona Coyotes, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network. Your team every day. Welcome to the show, everybody. I'm Robin Leonio. That's Carl Pavlik. I'm glad to be back. We are. This is Locked On Coyotes, daily show on Locked On Coyotes. We want to thank everyone for making Locked On Coyotes your first listen every day. We are freely available on all platforms, including on YouTube. To those who want to see our beautiful faces and uh, and just have us talk about. The Arizona Coyotes, because they got a game coming up. They are 3-0 and to start the month of March, but now they got another test coming up. They got the Toronto Maple Leafs, Carl. Yeah, definitely. Um, and, you know, the Coyotes have had two easy opponents this month uh, in the Ottawa Senators and Detroit Red Wings. Easy is a relative term. They're still better than the Coyotes, but, you know, not the top tier. But they have also faced the Colorado Avalanche and beaten the Colorado Avalanche. So, I don't know. This one should be an interesting one. Yeah, technically, also the Colorado Avalanche. The Coyotes have, I just, uh, just did a little look on that. Coyotes technically have a winning point percentage this season <laughs> against them. <laughs> yeah, because what? It's like two wins and an overtime loss? Two wins and an overtime loss, yeah. Yeah, which is... Just insane. Um, although, like, something we've kind of seen before, like, there is always that talk of a team that plays up to their competition. Um, we, we've we seen that with the Coyotes and the Avalanche. We saw that in the last game against the Toronto Maple Leafs. Uh, kinda, maybe, or that one could be more yeah. just uh, Carol Vomelka standing on his head, uh, but... yeah. That's definitely was was the case for that game, <laughs> but what's funny about at this point in this month though, and I want to look back really quick to the to the uh, uh, to the Detroit game is I was interacting on social media with uh, other hosts, Locked On Red Wings and Locked On Devils. Uh, I don't know why I don't know how Locked On Devils got involved, but um, <laughs> but. You know, they responded to like just it's like just uh, like you know losing another gimme what should be a gimme game, and then um, I respond back. You call them gimmies, we call them traps. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the Coyotes are definitely uh, they're playing spoiler right now. It's it's early, but there there was. There is a possibility that the Detroit Red Wings could climb out of the, you know, the mid tier of the standings and and get a playoff spot, but that's not going to happen if they lose games to the Coyotes and lose nine two to the Coyotes. Like that's a that's a statement loss. If anything, it it signals you, you should just start wrapping things up. You should be sellers at the deadline. Yeah, I mean, especially since this, there are what uh, ten days 
now, eleven days from the trade deadline. So something like that, yeah. Yeah, we're uh, really, we're really getting close, and um, we're going to be paying attention really closely to what moves the Coyotes are going to make. Because what we know the Coyotes are in rebuild mode, so we we already accepted the fact there are some teams that haven't yet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the Coyotes went into the season knowing that they were going to to be a rebuild team, um, and it, especially if you look at say the Montreal Canadiens, they did not have that expectation. It's why they acquired Christian Dvorak because they thought that it could like push them over. But the Coyotes, like everything's kind of going according to plan, maybe even slightly better than plan because I imagine a couple of assets have their value like boosted from this season. Um, and just in general, like the Coyotes outlook looks good in future for future years. And we'll find out indeed maybe some of the players who are um, being highlighted for the Arizona Coyotes on, you know, on, on their roster right now could have a, you know some good games in the coming days, right? I, I mean, yeah, definitely. Uh, I, I don't know if the Coyotes are shopping him, but Nick Ritchie has five points in five games with the Coyotes. Um, you know, we've also seen what Christian Fisher had a goal um, against the Detroit Red Wings. His name's come up a couple of times. Um, yeah, there, there's definitely like, if you are looking to make your team better, you can go to the Coyotes, and they may have a couple of surprise pieces for you. By the way, did you, uh, did you see that uh, that tweet that someone shared of a letter some kid sent to GM Bill Armstrong? Yes. Oh my uh, god! Asking not that was to trade so lots and crowds. That was so cute. <laughs> yeah, um, and, and and definitely one of those things where. It's 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 very cute and understandable for a kid. If you're an adult, uh, just know that like don't have favorite players on the Coyotes. Uh, it's a bad idea. Uh, but but yeah, it, surprisingly enough, like everyone kind of responded. Like I mean, Greg Morgan said that the team's not looking to move Lawson Kraus. He's the definitive name in the Coyotes. So if anyone would know, it'd be him. Uh, I am Kraus, Clayton Keller. Nick Schmaltz are pretty much locks the stake of the team right now. Uh, although, uh, is like I do kind of wonder because it it did seem like the Coyotes were looking to move Schmaltz and Keller previously, but people scoffed at the contracts. They said it wasn't. Could they play themselves into being traded to a contender? That's kind of a question. That's a good question. I mean, I think. Yes, but at the same time, do the Coyotes see their value in like, do they want to make the bet and say like, all right, maybe you can be a part of the future for this yeah. team? Because they're still young. They are. They are very young. Um, Keller is what, 23? I think yeah. Schmaltz is a slightly older 24 or 26. Sorry, uh, is Nick Schmaltz. Um, so still plenty of time. Like, and, and the chemistry is just unreal. Like, it, it does seem like, do, do you want to take a risk splitting up Clayton Keller and Nick Schmaltz at this point? If you are the Coyotes or a team looking to acquire talent, like, I don't know. That's a, it's a tough call I wouldn't want to make. Although I do, like, I think... Even though like it's they're like quote pseudo untouchables, 
whatever you want to call them, I'm pretty sure at the end of the day, if an offer were to come by Bill Armstrong, like if, say, a team were to be like, we'll give you two first-round draft picks for Clayton Keller plus yeah. uh, plus a prospect, you're like, can I say no to that? <laughs> yeah, I mean, that that's that's kind of what we see with, with everything. Like, Jacob Jacobin was supposed to be off the trade block, and the message was basically like, if you make an insanely good offer, we'll consider anything. And people started making offers. So who really knows? Anyone can be traded. Anyone can be traded. So the story of the uh, the lesson of this segment, Carl, and we should, you know, and that we will reiterate, don't have a favorite player during this time. <laughs> yep, that is true. Uh, do Do not, because... Uh, unless you're like a fan of that player and just want him to succeed, because you know, if they get traded, they're probably going to go to a contender. Uh, but if you like Sam in the Coyotes jersey, don't have a favorite player. And yeah, and of course, yeah, everyone can have favorite players in the, in hockey. But if you're just a pseudo a, a strict Coyotes fan, yeah. and you have that, net, I get it. I yeah. Get it. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I I am definitely fans of players um, for both on ice and off ice off ice reasons. But there is something kind of, you know, hurts a little bit about seeing them get traded, especially from your from your team. Like that's no one likes that. Exactly. We still got more to get through on this episode of Lockdown Coyotes. We're going to go more into this matchup: Arizona Coyotes versus Toronto Maple Leafs tonight at 5 p.m. in Toronto at the uh, Scotiabank Arena. We're going to talk about that game. And then uh, later on, we're going to get to our bet online picks of the game. So be sure to stick around and lock on Coyotes. But first, we get a word from Carl. It's that time of year again as as college basketball tournaments are finally upon us. For the latest odds, contests, and player props, betonline.net is the number one source for all your sports betting needs and info. BetOnline remains the best spot for all your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. And it's not just basketball. BetOnline is your continued source for sporting wagering information needs, including live betting and your favorite Vegas casino games. Head over to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action. BetOnline, where the game starts. Back here on Lockdown Coyotes, once again, Robin Leano and Carl Pavlak. You get to talk about Arizona versus Toronto. And um, what a game it's going to be because the last game the, these two teams played, as you mentioned, Carl, you had a, an amazing game from Kurobe Melka, and it was a very low-scoring game and whatever. And... It, it kind of makes me think is like we have this game coming up and this one's in Toronto. How different is this going to be? Plus, not to mention the fact that the Arizona Coyotes, albeit against two bad teams, somewhat bad teams, scored over eight, eight or more goals. Yeah, um, that is definitely it's it's hard to say. Uh, I have been skeptical that this offensive flurry would last 
but I thought it was, wasn't going to go beyond Ottawa. I thought things were going to tighten up against the Detroit Red Wings. Uh, boy, was I wrong. And the Toronto Maple Leafs have been playing some high offense games lately. Uh, we, we can talk about this more when we talk about the betting, but you know they have had more than six goals total for every game in the month of March, either you know a 6-4 win against the Seattle Kraken or a 5-1 loss to the Buffalo Sabres. So who knows what we're going to get. Like If the Leafs are losing to the lowly Sabres, they could probably lose to the lowly Coyotes. Especially 5-1. Yeah. <laughs> a 5-1 loss to the Buffalo Sabres. Uh, yeah. Oh, man. Oh, what is a more embarrassing loss, do you think? 5-1 to the Sabres or 9-2 to the Coyotes? 9-2 to the Coyotes. Because that that's because like you let them get you let the Coyotes get nine goals. <laughs> and no one had a hat trick either, so although was it Smoltz had seven points? Smoltz has 11 points in his last two games. He had seven against the Senators, four against the Red Wings. That's what it was. Okay. Yeah. But still, wow. What a, what a freaking week he's had. Um, A couple other things that I want to bring up is um, we're going to see since the trade, it's only not spent too long, but Labushkin. Of course. Yeah. Um, it'll be interesting to see how he has adjusted to his role. Uh, everyone I've talked to said that the, the Leafs wanted to get more tough and Labushkin is definitely a guy who's going to make you, uh, make you more tough. Uh, I don't know if you saw this tweet from Alex Hobson, uh, former coyote or current coyotes, former Leafs for tonight's game, Nick Ritchie, Phil Kessel, Anton Strollman, Alex Goligoski, Travis Boyd, and Riley Nash. Wow. So there is like these teams are, are pretty familiar with each other. Uh, like they, they've definitely had like there's a lot of coyotes who know what the Leafs, you know, are like. Um, and, and those are, you know, the players that you expect to have a big game, especially Travis Boyd. Like he's been really good since signing that extension. Yeah. Um, that's, um, and maybe that's kind of the, Good, good, what was a good thing about getting those extensions at this time, right? Get the yep. extension in, you know, that's a little bit of a confidence boost. He's like, oh, Bill Armstrong has some confidence in me. Let me keep let, 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 let me keep banging these good games out. I mean, it's something that we talked about before the season even began. Like, the Coyotes are going to be an opportunity. Like, if you can play, mm-hmm. you're going to get the minutes. Um, and we're seeing that with players like Boyd. Um, like, uh, Liam O'Brien, who the Coyotes also extended, he's not going to be playing tonight. Um, but yeah. and you know Nick Ritchie comes in, like I said, five goal or five points in five games with the Coyotes. He had two goals in like with the Toronto Maple Leafs before coming. So he like there's definitely opportunity for Coyotes players. You know what's weird is the the Coyotes have played. Uh, the Maple Leafs already, as I mentioned. Yeah, I, I went to their cat-friendly page and looked at their two goaltenders, and I'm just like, what? <laughs> <laughs> Peter Morazic and Eric Shogren? like, 
Uh, don't they also have uh, Campbell? Jack Campbell's on the injured reserve. Ah, uh, that's it. And Shawgren is emergency loan. That's what. It... I mean, one of the things that we talked about the uh, Carter Hutton trade, or I would say rather didn't talk about the Carter Hutton trade was so the Leafs have like a fifth string backup and. There was definitely – I've had conversations with someone about like – they're like, is he fourth? Is he fifth? Is he third? I don't know, but uh, the the Leafs may be in trouble with goaltending this year. That seems like it could be their, their big derailment. And, and that may be the reason we're seeing some of these high offense games. And that might be uh, the perfect opportunity for the Coyotes to have a little more fun. I mean, it's not like they're going to be going anywhere because – because the the uh, um, the Canadians are also winning teams too, so yeah. it's not like they, it's not like they're moving anywhere in the standings. Yeah, and, and also like the Coyotes are so feast or famine. Like I, I fully expect them to have another like seven game losing streak to end the year. It's good, like, yeah, yeah, especially right around when we get to trade deadline. Like I. Like if a piece moves, like the adjustment time may may be kind of big for them. So it'll be interesting to see. It'll be fun though. Um, I think the the Coyotes have made like at least the the second half of this season. They've made things fun, right? They've had some yeah. interesting games. Obviously, we know that first half was uh, absolutely brutal, but. Things have got things have gotten better. They look like they, you know, they're starting to fit into the system a little bit more. And like, yeah, they're probably still going to get uh, a, you know, top three pick, which is good. That's yeah. what we want. <laughs> yeah, that's what the season's for. Yeah, it's like if goals came out of like your garden hose. And like in the beginning of the season, someone was just stepping on it. And then all of a sudden they're like, oh, hey, this is probably the problem. And they just get off it and all of it just comes squirting out at once. Uh, but eventually, like you, you level off a bit. So um, the Coyotes, if nothing else, have made, like you said, the second half a very interesting season. Especially with the, uh, I mean, this month is not an easy month. You get there, already got a good good start to it. So. No, it's it's packed. There's there's so many games, so many games. Uh, we're getting three back to backs this month. I seriously gotta check the schedule of every other team and see how, like, what are the, what's the number of back to backs for the Coyotes versus the rest of the league? That'll be that'll definitely be something to check uh, after the year has has worn out. Like how how tough was the schedule? How tough was it before COVID rescheduled games, and how tough was it after the COVID rescheduled games? Because it seems like it's only gotten harder. Yeah, it's just the way things are. It is just freaking ridiculous. We still got more to get to though on this episode of Lockdown Coyotes. We're going to have to go to our bet online picks of the game. We're going to to uh, take a look at the lines and tell you what they are going to look like. All that and more on this episode of Lockdown Coyotes. But first, a quick word from our sponsors. And we're back here on Lockdown Coyotes. Once again, Robin Leonio and Carl Pavlik, Arizona Coyotes versus 
Toronto Maple Leafs tonight at 5 p.m. in Toronto at the Scotiabank Arena. We got uh, some stuff to talk about because, uh, well, it is a better line picks of the game. We get to go through the odds and tell you how we think this game is going to go. So here we go. Arizona Coyotes are a point and a half underdogs at plus 132, plus 294 on the money line, minus 337 if you decide to go for the Toronto Maple Leafs. And total points is six and a half. Hmm. See, they they were listening when uh when I said that the the Maple Leafs and the Coyotes have had pretty high offense games. Yeah, they've had they've they've been listening. I think I mean, yeah, you just I I think you just gotta look at the trends, right? You look at yeah. the trends, it's easy to say, okay, this game can have you know, we can put we can we can put the uh total points a little bit higher. Six and a half though, I mean that's like that means like you need a, yeah, a seven goal game to bank on the over, which is at minus one twenty five. Um, I mean, when you look at the Coyotes' last two games, like they've gotten over seven by themselves. So I kind of feel like you're halfway there. But I mean, that's the thing about trends. How long do they go on? Do does this like kind of like snap and become like a low-scoring affair? I I'm not entirely sure. I kind of think it will. I I, I don't know if the Coyotes' offense can last this long. No, and especially because, as we've, you know, we've pointed out, the Senators are a basement team, mm-hmm. and the Red Wings are borderline basement. They're like, yeah. they're like, they're like in the basement, like towards the top of the stairs, trying to get out. <laughs> yeah, they're doing okay. Uh, they are in their own rebuild. They're advancing. Uh, they're not there yet, but they're making the right moves, I, I think you can comfortably say. Um, but the Maple Leafs are just a good team. Yeah. Uh, and unfortunately, they are in a division with a lot of good teams. Otherwise, you know, what, the Florida Panthers and the, and the Tampa Bay Lightning are ahead of them in the standings? That doesn't even seem fair. Plus, I'm sure that... Uh, that five-one loss to Buffalo probably really stung them. They're like, let's not let this happen again. Let's not let our guard down, because um, that would just be. Hmm. Oh man, <laughs> Buffalo Sabers out there making it so the the Maple Leafs don't like get stuck in the trap. Um, and, and I do think that's going to be the case. Like you said, talking to the Devils, talking to the Red Wings people, they're like, this should have been an easy game. The Toronto Maple Leafs, at this point, like it, with the month they've been having, they should not be thinking there sh- there are any easy games. Like they gotta work, and I think it's gonna catch the Coyotes. Um, uh, I think the streak ends today. I I'm gonna go three two Toronto. Three two Toronto. Uh, that's a good one. That's a good one. Um, I'm gonna say. What, what, what am I? Th- what am I thinking? Uh, I'll say four two Toronto. Four two Toronto. The, so both little, of us have the streak ending. Um, yeah. The last one's gonna it's gonna be in an empty netter. So like it'll be like it's a good. But so I'm putting. I'm saying the Coyotes put on a good, good fight. They're gonna make it interesting. And, and I mean, I think. Um, if, if you're betting, like looking at these situations, like seeing the trend of these high scoring games, like 
like I said, that's got to come to an end eventually. So who knows? Maybe maybe tonight the, the offense dries up. Or maybe tonight Phil Kessel decides to celebrate his you know birth of a child with uh, four goals. Who can say? Who knows? Who knows? So to clarify on our, on our picks, both of us are picking the under. Mm-hmm. Um, which is uh, which, you, which you can get some good, pretty good profits off of that off betting, and um, you're taking the points for Arizona. I'm giving the points to Toronto. Yep, that's how that's how those picks go. So three two, Carl. That's what you said for Toronto. I said four two for Toronto. Those mm-hmm. are our picks. Um, it's going to be an interesting game. Absolutely. Um, and again, as you mentioned, there are former players on both sides. Who knows how things go? Again, there's these, like you said in the second, in the previous segment, these two teams are very familiar with each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. And uh, I mean, don't count out uh, Austin Matthews. He had a hat trick against the Kraken, so like he's also been on a, a goal scoring tear. Uh, and though he has never played for the Coyotes, he is very familiar with them. Yeah, that's uh, the 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 Arizona connection. No matter what, if you're here, <laughs> if you're from here, you got your connection. Just like how Clayton Keller can destroy the St. Louis Blues every <laughs> single time he goes there. <laughs> Austin Matthews has something against Arizona, uh, which is why we need to get him until we bring him home. Yeah, until, until we, we bring, bring him home. home. Uh, anyways, though, we're going to be out of time here on this episode of Locked On Coyotes. Um, we want to thank everyone for making Locked On Coyotes your first listen every day. Uh, be sure to stay tuned for tomorrow's episode. We're going to talk about uh, the post-game show. You know, talk about what happened from from uh, tonight's game, as well as preview the next game: Arizona Coyotes and Boston Bruins. But until then, it's now time to make your second listen. Locked on Fantasy Hockey. Hosts Steel Weldon and Philip Livingstone help you become the expert of your fantasy league. It's free and available wherever you get your podcasts. That's going to be it for today's episode. Hope you guys like what you heard. If you did, don't forget to leave a review, like, comment, subscribe. If you yet to already, we're available everywhere you get your podcasts, including on YouTube. Don't forget to interact with us on social media. We're on Facebook, facebook.com slash Coyotes. On Instagram at Lockdown Coyotes, on Twitter at L O underscore Coyotes. I am personally at Robin underscore Leonio. It is Robin with the Y underscore L E A N O. Carl Pavlik is Carl Pavlik F F H. And back with us, ask the question you might have. We can answer right back or on a future episode of the Lockdown Coyotes podcast. Thanks again, everyone, for listening to today's episode. I hope you guys are staying safe out there. Hope you guys are staying healthy. And don't forget to howl on.